0: Hello, this is Inner Peace To Go, a podcast about how to bring more peace to your mind and more ease to your life. I'm your host, Sandy Cohen, and I am so happy you're here. Hey, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. So the notion of inner peace can feel kind of nebulous or esoteric, like what is it really? And is it actually accessible for us mere mortals who live in the real world, the jobs and stress and traffic and all that? That's why I love to learn about the science of the brain, the science of the mind, and the research that's being done on happiness and well-being. Ideas that can feel kind of airy and hard to grasp become so much more tangible when we can understand the mechanics behind them, whether that's actual biology or objectively observed behavior, human behavior over years, over large populations. It's so helpful to know what we know. It's always so helpful to know what scientists know about how humans act and how our brains work. So that's why I wanted to bring you these periodic science breaks where we can kind of dig into a concept more deeply and get a clearer understanding about how our minds work and what we can do to point them towards happier, calmer, and more peaceful states. To help me with these science breaks, I've invited my friend and fellow journalist, Branimir Kvartic, to join me. Branamir is a marketing guru. He's an award-winning photographer, and he's been my friend for more than 20 years. And he's also super curious and enthusiastic. So I thought it would be fun, even though he's not like a big science guy, I thought it would be fun to discuss with him some of the science I find most fascinating. So in this conversation, we're going to be talking about the vagus nerve and how it helps us reach that relaxed state of rest and digest. Now, I'm going to be discussing studies that are published by other scientists, not, not by myself, but I love to learn about this stuff and I thought it would be just fun to have this conversation to hopefully illuminate some of these ideas for you in case you never heard of the vagus nerve. Anyway, without further ado, here's Branamir Kovartik and a science break about the vagus nerve. Branamir, great to have you. Thank you for being here.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, you know how special this is that we're doing this. And for your audience, we've been friends for many, many years, but like really, really good friends. Like, she really is my people.
0: Absolutely. It's like siblings, like siblings.
1: But yes, better absolutely <laughs> yeah even better yeah I don't think we've ever fought
0: I don't think we've ever fought
1: I don't think we've ever had a fight
0: no no we haven't but we've been yeah. to a lot of concerts together we've had a ton of adventures together and I'm so excited you're here because you are someone it's not that you're not interested in science it's just that you're not like obsessed with the science of the mind the way I am. And so I'm really excited to talk about this stuff with you because I think you'll have like really normal kinds of questions about this stuff and I'm hoping that it makes it really accessible to understand.
1: Well, number one, the first thing that we should um, uh, put on the record is that I believe in science.
0: Oh yes, yes.
1: I'm not a good student, though. I've never been, like, a good student. So I'm not a good student of science. Like, I wasn't good at physics. I sucked at chemistry. Like, but I believe what the scientists tell me. And so, and I don't need a lot of convincing. I know the difference between truth and fiction.
0: Right, right. And you know, science is true. I mean, you know, science is derived from studies and stuff like that. And you know what, let me tell you, I didn't think I was never good at science growing up either. I mean, I was certainly not good at science in high school. I had to take some science in college for my bachelor's degree. And I think like I got kind of, you know, middling grades like C's, but now I'm getting a master's and it's like all science. So go figure, maybe our brains change as we grow. In fact, I know they do. And that'll be a future episode.
1: Well, I was about to say, I hope they do.
0: Yes, they do. They do. That's like what neuroplasticity is all about, which means that our brain's are plastic, you know, they're malleable, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. Today, I want to talk to you about the Vegas nerve. What do you know about the Vegas nerve?
1: I love Vegas. Vegas, baby. (laughs) Vegas. We're going to be up 500 by midnight. (laughs) What happens
0: to Vegas stays in Vegas? Um, So the Vegas nerve, that is not what I'm talking about. The Vegas nerve has nothing to do with Las Vegas. It's the a-G-U-S. And it's actually named- A-G-U-S. That's how you spell Vegas and vagus nerve. And it's actually, the name is derived from vagabond, like a wanderer, because this nerve, it doesn't really wander, but it connects your brain and your gut. It is a cranial nerve. It's one of the longest nerves, longest cranial nerves that we have. So it's literally from the back of your skull into your gut. And it, if you get like a gut feeling- and that gut feeling tells you like, Ooh, that dude's sketchy. Your vagus nerve is that play there. So. That's- oh,
1: I, and that's so interesting because twice today there was in a conversational exchange, the use of, you know, my gut is telling me dot, dot, dot. I had that twice today and that's it real. was a gut instinct.
0: That's real. So the, the vagus nerve is the 10th cranial nerve out of there's 12. I do not know what the other 11 are. I know the vagus nerve. It interacts with your heart, your lungs, and your digestive tract. And it's sort of the main component of your parasympathetic nervous system. What is that? Your parasympathetic nervous system is the opposite of fight or flight. Like it's the opposite of the sympathetic nervous system that activates the stress response. Parasympathetic nervous system is chill, relax, rest and digest so your vagus nerve is sort of the key to that and it helps you mediate the stress response
1: can i ask you a question
0: absolutely
1: so the the vagus nerve is one of the nerves in your body how many of named nerves do we have in the body is it a dozen is it a hundred i have no idea i'm maybe if i had to guess and i was on jeopardy i'd say maybe hundreds of thousands, but I have no idea. So at uh, first I'd like to know like how, how spe- uh, like not how special, but uh, how many more nerve nerve, names do we have in our bodies?
0: That's a good question. And I don't know the answer. I know that we have 12 cranial nerves and I believe that the vagus nerve is the longest of them because it goes all the way to the gut. So it's, and it's spe- one
1: of 12 cranial nerves.
0: Correct. And so it's okay. special in the sense that it does connect the brain and the gut, which is why a gut feeling is something that we don't just feel in our stomach, but sort of in our brain and our thoughts, like in our mind. So it's connecting that. But what I think is so interesting about the vagus nerve, what I've learned about it is what it, how it relates to stress and how we can activate it. So like if stress is everything's turned up to 11 and you're super cranked up and you're super freaked out and everything is like running haywire the vagus nerve is the volume button that takes it back down to like a reasonable two and it's like weed it can be yeah (laughs) and i don't know the relationship between weed and the vagus nerve but it's a natural thing and guess how you activate it it's so so simple
1: is there a button (laughs) on my iphone there's an app for that there's an app for that
0: no it's you can activate it by breathing by intentionally breathing Oh, I see you taking a deep breath. I'll take one too. Okay. So let's Okay, but here's here's the key. To activate the vagus nerve, you don't just take a deep breath. You make your exhale longer than your inhale. So maybe let's try to like inhale for four and exhale for eight. So let's try it. Okay. Inhale. Okay.
1: So inhale for one, two, three, four, and then exhale longer.
0: Yeah. And exhale. I had a hard time exhaling for eight. I,
1: I, I well, me too. And plus, I try to make some noise so there's not a lot of dead air. Oh yeah, but for everybody listening, you know, <laughs> I, I wanted to make sure they knew that we were still here. Just yeah, breathing. we're still here. Uh, that was eight seconds yeah, of silence. Eight, and... eight was eight was uh, uh, you know a full like you kind of kind of need to leave some space to, to get the whole thing. So it's very intentional, is what I'm trying to
0: say. Yes, you have to be very intentional about it. There's other ways to stimulate the vagus nerve. I mean, the the deep breathing. What I think is so impactful about that is there's other studies that show that breathing deeply, you know, calms stress. And I, I assume and suspect that part of that is because it activates this vagus nerve. I mean, and deep breathing just kind of slows you down. Yogic breathing, like that Ujjayi breath that they tell you to have in yoga that activates the vagus nerve. Cause you know how they tell you to like constrict your throat and have it at the back of your throat, like that breath. You know, where you do like the Darth Vader breath?
1: So are you saying, are you saying that by simply just doing this breath four in and eight out that like you're guaranteed to turn the volume down?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think it would probably take more than one breath. I think you'd probably have to do. No, no, no.
1: Right. But if you did it for whatever amount of minutes that you have to do it, but just simply by doing it, you're saying that guaranteed 100%. Absolutely. You're going to turn the volume down.
0: That's Some. correct. Yes, that's correct. And I've actually even seen this, you know, in the um, continuing education classes that I have to do for my coaching certificate. We've had speakers like psychi- you know, psychiatrists, psychologists, and other experts come and talk to us. And this psychologist, he wasn't mentioning the vagus nerve specifically, but he was mentioning the longer exhales, like the, the exhale longer than the inhale activates that parasympathetic response which is that rest and digest as opposed to fight or flight right so those are the two dichotomies fight or flight is like total stress and rest and digest is like i'm a chill that doing that breath doing it with the longer exhale activates like the chill vibe and i think even if you just did it for like a minute which would be maybe eight eight of those breaths maybe fewer that you would really feel a difference. And that's what I think is so amazing about the vagus nerve. It's a nerve that does it. It's not like some miracle or some woo woo, oh, breathe deep, meditate. Like, no, it's like legit, it's science.
1: So this was one of the ways that the vagus nerve is turned on. Is this like the most guaranteed way? Are there other, like what else turns on this vagus nerve?
0: There are other ways. I think the breath one is like probably the easiest because your breath is with you at all times. But uh-huh. <laughs> I, I printed out some studies. So listen to this. Loud gargling with water. Uh, or loud I, can't
1: gargling. With I can't do it with
0: mezcal. Please don't do it with the do It t- has to be water. Uh, loud, well, that's what this report says. Loud gargling with water or loud singing activates our vocal cords, which in turn stimulates the vagus nerve. As I mentioned, the yogic breath like the um, ujjayi breath where you're kind of constricting the back of your throat so vagus nerve like passes down by the throat some other things that says here laughter laughter stimulates vagus nerve so
1: it sounds like a good time stimulates the uh, the vagus nerve that's why we go to vegas to have a good time
0: (laughs) now we made the connection Um, (laughs) this also says and i and i have you know what
1: stimulated i want to say i want to say you know what else stimulates the vagus nerve Vegas. (laughs) (laughs)
0: But not if you can't do the deep breathing if you're in like one of those smoky casinos. Can they still smoke in casinos? No. Oh, all right. Then deep breathe. I don't think so.
1: I would hope you can't smoke in the casino. I would at least hope that there's a separate smoking lounge for smoking gamblers. But I usually have a good time in Vegas, right? So, um, so that would stimulate my vagus nerve because I'm laughing, I'm having a good time. It sounds like a good time stimulates the vagus nerve. And if you're breathing the correct way, you're really having a good time.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I hear what you're saying, definitely for laughing, but like you're not doing a lot of loud gargling, I would guess, like when you're in Vegas? No,
1: no. No, but you
0: could be doing loud singing and that says it works. But to me, the, that kind of breath, like with the long exhale almost seems like quieter than what you would have in Vegas. You know what I mean? Like you would have to be intentional about it. You wouldn't accidentally breathe with your exhale twice as long as your inhale. So
1: it sounds like it, it, it's a physical stimulation. It, it can't be a, like a mental stimulation. That's where the having fun in Vegas, I thought maybe it was, but it sounds like it's only physical stimulation.
0: I think you're right. I think it's a physical stimulation that can be activated by like gargling by this intentional kind of breath where you're really drawing it in and extending the exhale by laughing, which is like a physical activity, right? Like you're laughing.
1: Okay. So I have another question now. Okay. Now we know, now we know what stimulates the the vagus nerve and why do I need to stimulate it? Because I'm stressed out.
0: Or to just modulate your, um, mood you know like if not just stressed out but if you're yeah i mean i guess it's stressed out like if you're feeling worked up and you've heard everybody like i mean even like probably our parents were like take a deep breath you know and you're like whatever well
1: i feel yeah and i'm being serious here because it's like i get worked up often more often than any normal person would understand if you know me you know my my nickname one of my nicknames that my brother calls me is the hulk
0: because you get all because like because i, intense. I
1: I go from I go from Eric Banner to to the Incredible Hulk because I get worked up over things and so like it's not Eric like, Banner
0: it's, it's it's Mark Ruffalo
1: no the the character's name when he's not the Hulk, oh, uh, oh, the incredible okay. Hulk it's, it's 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 not Eric Banner it's Banner it's Banner it's something Banner
0: yeah, Banner. yeah. Banner. Well,
1: but what's his first name I don't know what's the Incredible Hulk's first name
0: See, this is a trivia question. Whoever can message us with the answer, <laughs> I'll give you a Starbucks <laughs> it's gift something card. Banner.
1: I thought it was Eric, David Banner. No, Eric David Banner, David something like that. It David, might be David. Banner, something like that. So he turns into the Incredible Hulk and this happens to me much too often. So if I can stimulate this vagus nerve and learn how to do it, and not only that, I, I imagine that like this breathing method isn't just, oh, i feel like i I can do it three times and then my mind will wander and i'll forget about it and i think part of the practice almost like yoga is to stay centered in that breathing and to do it and to practice it and the longer you do it the better you get at it the better you get at relaxing yourself no
0: i think that's probably true i mean but like it doesn't have to be meditative where you're like totally watching it but I do think it would probably help to count like maybe count on your fingers inhale for four exhale for eight like you know just give yourself sort of the finger signal to to have like a visual for it and I don't think you have to do it for very long I mean when we did it in the coaching continuing education thing we maybe did it for one or two minutes like we just So I don't think you have to do it for very long. I think if you did it, like if you set your timer for one minute, set your timer on your phone for one minute and then tried to count your breaths, I bet that even if you got distracted, you'd probably feel more calm. This is why I'm so interested in the vagus nerve. I mean, the vagus nerve has other properties too. I mean, it really does play a role in our digestion and regulating our heart rate. So there's more health benefits to be gleaned from the vagus nerve but what interests me most like as inner peace to go is that doing that deep breathing doing the exhale twice as long as the inhale stimulates this nerve that is literally truly connected to your parasympathetic response which is that rest and digest response
1: so uh i'm i'm sold uh what i'm not sold on is that i can get myself into the practice of it so that like right now, the fantasy is, oh man, you can figure this thing out and you could learn to do this a couple times a day or three times a day or whatever, or even get so good at it that like just your uh, exhale is longer than your inhale. Maybe, just maybe you could be like gliding through life. Like I'm being serious about this and I'm interested in whether that really is a possibility. And I'm also interested in, How long do I need to do it to feel the effects so that I'm motivated to keep practicing?
0: I I totally hear you because for me, like I'm the person who's like, oh, I, I remember reading something and it was like, use red lights, like the, you know, before COVID when we were driving a lot of places use red lights as a reminder to take a deep breath. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. I'm at red lights all the time. I'm totally gonna use this as a reminder to take a deep breath. And I get to the first red light and I've already forgotten that that's what I was gonna do. And I like yeah, never, ever did saying. it. So, and the same thing, like any time, like some of these simple techniques, I think remembering them is the hardest thing to do. So unfortunately I don't have any like really good tips on how to remember it, but if you can remember it and can just give yourself one minute of inhale for four exhale for eight I'm I think that you would feel the effects immediately I don't think it would be like oh then next week I'll have reduced stress it would activate your parasympathetic response immediately so you would feel better you would feel I'm not saying it would go from a 10 to a two but it would go from maybe a 10 to an eight or a seven you know what I mean like it would calm you down right away because it's not a mental thing it's a biological thing
1: and it's probably like, you know, lifting weights. You're not going to get the muscles right away, but if you keep at it, like the muscles will come.
0: Well, I think that it would. I mean, I think that you would get relief right away. I think the muscle that you're talking about here is remembering to do it.
1: Remembering to do it and feeling, and 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 I would remember to do it if it really made me feel better. And I get to a tipping point where I'm remembering to do it and I'm remembering to do it because I've had positive effects from it so I want those positive effects again and so I would continue to do it that's what I'm looking for is that tipping point where it becomes a thing in my life
0: yeah I mean I think it's just like anything like when you're making a new habit how you have to be very very intentional at the outset and this is even more slippery than that because it's like you don't know exactly when during your day you're gonna get stressed okay granted if you know like oh I've got a meeting with my boss I'm for sure gonna get stressed during that so I'm gonna do this vagus nerve deep breathing thing before I go in and then you could put it on your phone with your appointment, right? Okay. Breathe. But if you wanted to do it, if you wanted to do it spontaneously, like in the moment, okay, somebody said something lame and now you're feeling freaked out that for me, that's a like struggle point. Like, I don't know how to always remember to calm myself down. I do think that over time, the more we calm ourselves down is the easier it is to remember to calm ourselves down. But I do think that the, and I think this just based purely on the science that the tipping point should come sooner rather than later, because we know that this is a physical stimulation that we're doing. This is, this is, a, this doesn't, you don't have to believe in it for it to work. In other words.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you sold me a physical stimulation. I love physical stimulation.
0: So that's the vagus nerve. I mean, if you can remember to do it, if, do it by do it. I mean, take those deep breaths where, or take those kinds of breaths where you have the longer exhale, that where the exhale is longer than the inhale, you will stimulate the vagus nerve and it should chill you out. You, Branimer, and you, anybody who's listening.
1: Well, and this is, I figured out how I'm gonna do it. It's really the way that I can remind myself to do it is exhale eight. And mm-hmm. anytime I can remember exhale eight, then inhale four is gonna be easy. But if I could remember exhale eight and then inhale four, And I'll do that for as long as I remember when my mind goes off of it, it'll come back onto it and then I'll do it again and, and I'll do it for a few days and it'll probably according to you catch in a few
0: days. Yeah. Well, great. Well, you know what, we'll check back and see how you were able to kind of implement it. And then maybe you can offer some tips like for, if people want to try and do this and they have trouble remembering, if you have that, if you have that experience and find you're able to call upon it or get yourself to do that when you're stressed, then please come back and like, say how you did it.
1: I will report
0: back. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. It's so great to talk about this stuff with you. Uh, It's great to talk about anything with you. Oh, you're so awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Branamere. And thank you for listening to this little science break about the vagus nerve. So I asked Branamere, we recorded this episode a few weeks ago. So I asked Branamere if he really had been using it using this method and whether or not it was working for him. So here's what he said. This is from a text. He said, I use the breathing method you taught me all the time since the podcast recording. I don't schedule it. I do it when I remember to do it. I do it beyond just stress because I feel like it's good for me to do as much as I can remember to do. It's almost become like a short meditation for me. I must do it at least three times a day. I trust what you said about it working. So I do it to be in the practice of doing it so that when I really need it, it will be there for me which I'm so happy to hear. And I'm going to tell you my own personal experience with this exercise. And that is, I had gone to a football game, a college football game. I won tickets to the UCLA-USC game. And I brought my dad because my dad loves UCLA college football. So I brought him, but he had forgotten his phone. And where we parked was really far from the stadium. So, And he was tired afterwards, and he wasn't going to have the energy to walk back. So I left him, like, on a curb, basically, and he didn't have his phone, and a lot of the streets were closed. So I left him there, and I was going to, like, run to the car, get my car, and drive back and pick him up. As I mentioned, a lot of streets were closed, and there was also a ton of traffic because, because, of course, the Coliseum in L.A. had just released all the fans, and so it, it was just a zoo, and I couldn't get back to my dad with any kind of speed and I couldn't call him and I started really freaking out. And and when I freak out, I call my husband. So I called him and I said, oh, I'm freaking out. I can't call dad. You know, he's sitting on a curb. It's dark now. What should I do? And he said, well, you know, you've been doing all this meditation and peace stuff. You know, why don't you draw on one of those tools? Oh my gosh. I'm so glad he said that. So I did this breathing exercise and I counted, I counted the inhale for four and the exhale for eight. And I'm in literally, you know, jammed traffic. My car is not moving. And I just kept doing it and doing it. And it really did calm me down. I had to do it many times. Like I probably had to do at least 10 breaths before I started to feel okay. Like, okay, this is the situation. I'm stuck in traffic. There's nothing I can do to get to my dad any faster. It's just gonna take the time that it takes. But doing those breaths just, it really did... It really did calm me down. It totally worked in a moment of what felt like pretty acute stress. And and in a situation where I was in many ways helpless, like there was nothing I could do. I couldn't reach him and I couldn't go any faster and the streets were gridlocked. So I'm happy to report that it did work, even though I didn't remember it and I had to be reminded. But when I did do it, it did work. and And I did make it to my dad. It took like 20 minutes. No, it actually took almost 40 minutes to go about two miles. But I got my dad and he was fine. And he was cursing on himself for not uh, remembering to bring his phone. But anyway, I wanted to share that because that trick really did work. It's not just a trick. As Brandon and I were talking about, it's, you know, it's biology. So if you can remember to do it, having your exhale twice as long as your inhale, repeat a few times, it really will calm you down. So here's to remembering to do it. And I hope we do. And thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow Branimer on Instagram, he posts absolutely stunning photos. As I mentioned earlier, he's an award-winning photographer. So his his pictures are awesome. He's at Branimer. That's B-R-A-N-I-M-I-R. And I'll cl- include it in the show notes and of course you can always find me let me know what you think of the science break let me know what you think of the vagus nerve and if you do try this strategy and if it works for you you can find me at you know sandy on instagram and twitter y-o-u-k-n-o-w sandy s-a-n-d-y i'll include all that in the show notes and i'll also link to some of the studies that have been done about the vagus nerve in case you want to read more about it so Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you again next week. Have a very peaceful week.